Hello and welcome to Humans of Agape, a new podcast by Agape Europe. We are a community of people who make Jesus known so lives are changed and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people from all walks of life. I am your host, my name is Jochen Geck. I work in the student movement in Montpellier in the south of France. And I'm curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. So this is what this podcast is all about. I interview people who are on staff with Agape and ask them about what God is doing in their lives and ministries. In today's episode, I get to talk to Marcus Piegu from Portugal. Hello, Marcus. Hi. Marcus, how are you today? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, awake and uh, ready to go. Perfect. That's everything I could ask for for an interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It's my first one, so let's let's go. <laughs> let's make it your best one so far. <laughs> yes, it will be definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, tell me a little bit about yourself. You're with Shine and you're in Portugal. Exactly. I'm 38 years old, uh, happily married for uh, almost 13 years. I have wow. two daughters. Yes, I like that. I have two daughters, uh, a nine and six-year-old which are beautiful uh, and very active. Uh, uh -huh. So, <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm also the national director of Shine here in Portugal. Uh, and I'm also part of the Family Life Ministry here in Porto, in the city, uh, which is led by my wife, Miriam. That's a little bit about me. Uh, very active ministry-focused family. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, it's uh, family life is a passion of Miriam and uh, I'm part of her family. And so it's a, <laughs> it's a privilege, honestly, to be a part of that ministry. We get to see a lot of cool stuff happening. That's amazing. So she kind of puts into practice with you what she teaches with family life. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a good challenge. If she can make it work with me, then it will work almost everywhere <laughs> and with anyone. <laughs> You're her guinea pig. Uh, sometimes, yes. I'm also a challenge for her sometimes. So it's uh, we'll help each other. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But actually, we're here to talk about Shine, but uh, now you mentioned family life and great things that are happening. Would you care to sh share something from that? Yeah, phew, so many things. Well, but uh, I think one of the um, great things uh, we're doing now is uh, we've translated the Together uh, resource from uh, Family Life UK. And uh, we've started some groups here in Portugal. Uh, actually, a few years ago, even before it was ready, we started a group uh, ourselves. And uh, it was great because uh, we had uh, three Four couples, three couples plus us. And from those couples, only one was Christian. The other was not. And the, in the other couple, one was and the other was not. And so uh, after we did the Together book, Together? As a, what's this book about? Uh, it's about, uh, I could sum it as, what's the purpose of marriage? Uh, what's God's purpose for the marriage? And so it, it's very practical uh, about all different kinds of uh, areas on your marriage. And, uh, and so you discuss it in an intimate group of people you can share with. And so the great thing was in, at the end, uh, we did a retreat and uh, 
so the non-Christian couple and the person that was not Christian from the other couple all accepted Christ. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that was really, really cool how God did that. We shared the gospel not, with not very high expectations, just God do whatever you want. And he did. It was amazing. He definitely did what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Wow, that's really cool. And yeah. it shows God's heart for families and yeah. uh, couples. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's a way for us to um, use the stage of life we're at also. Yeah, talking about the stage of life you're at, because you're the national director for Shine. Mm -hmm. For uh, those of us who don't know Shine, what is Shine about? So Shine is the, uh, the boring definition is the high school ministry of Agap in Europe. <laughs> But we're, uh, Shine is actually a movement of students that uh, live a Shine lifestyle. Uh, and through that Shine lifestyle, they reach out to their friends uh, with the love uh, of God. That is more exciting. But what is a Shine lifestyle? Okay, so it's, it's great. So if you get the letters, it's look at the letters of Shine. It's share your faith. Hug people, inspire yourself, uh, enjoy uh, fellowship, and equip others. Okay. So it's basically the DNA of Agap in a more cool way, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure as a national director, you live that lifestyle too. How many people have you hugged today? Right now, uh, I think only my two daughters. That's a good start. Yes, But... yes, I try to do that every day. The day's long, so you can hug more people. I will, I will. I promise you. <laughs> Now, you, I find that interesting that you say that's kind of the... And I like how you guys in Portugal say agap and not agape, because nobody really knows how to pronounce the word, but I like agap. It's the agap DNA. Yeah. Can you break that down a little for us? How do you see the agap DNA in that? Well, you, you know, it's about evangelism, mm -hmm. uh, but it's also about relationships It's about uh, empowering people, and uh, that's so important with high school students, with teenagers, that they feel empowered, uh, and it's trusting in them that they can do it. That's how I see it. Yeah, that's great. You said it's, especially this empowering part is so important for high school students, and so how do you guys do it? How do you empower high school students? Uh, well... We tell them and we believe that they are the best people to share uh, the gospel uh, with their friends. And so, although we are the professionals, they are definitely the ones that are more likely to be effective in uh, sharing the gospel with teenagers. And so, yeah, we try to make that clear. We try to encourage them a lot to do that, to, to be bold and to take initiative. Uh, and our role, we, we, we like to see it as more to equip, encourage, uh, give them the resources, pray for them, uh, and try to get others on board to also help them. Okay. And what does what you do look like in the life of a typical Portuguese high schooler? Well, what we try to do, our, our strategy, if you can say that, is, to, we, is for them to start what we call shine groups uh, in their school. And so um, 
some of them accept the challenge. Uh, and so the ones who accept, they, uh, you know, try to, they meet every week in their school, they invite their friends, and we say, we call them the three shiny ingredients. And so in that group, they, which meets once a week, usually like for lunch, in 30 minutes, 45 minutes, they have fun, they eat, so that's food, and they have Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you have those three ingredients, fun, food, and Jesus. And through that, every week, they, you know, it's like being church in their own way in their school. And so you know, that's one practical way to make it visible in their mm-hmm. school. Of course, the Shine lifestyle, does not, it's not an event. It's how you live. It's growing in, in, in their relationship with Jesus. So we encourage them to do that, read the Bible, uh, be involved in church. We, uh, you know, try to encourage them to really um, find new and creative ways to be relevant uh, in their class uh, with their friends and to love them. And through that, uh, yeah, uh, show God. That's great. Could you share a couple of stories or just start with one of how you see uh, the students react to that and take initiative themselves? Yeah, well, there's two kinds of students, I would say, uh, that do shine groups and try to live the shine lifestyle. One kind is like, uh, I would say, for example, Alex, this kid, uh, three years ago, after a summer shine, uh, he was really excited. And we said, hey, we're doing this now in Portugal. Why don't you start a shine group in in his school, in your school? And he said, what is that? And so I explained it very quickly, like I did now. And he said, okay, I'll start. <laughs> and so we didn't have a lot of experience at that time. And so I, but I still gave him some tips of, and ideas of how he could start a shine group. Very intelligent ideas. And <laughs> so the, the school year starts and two weeks later, you know, I call him. And I say, um, hey, um, Alex, um, how are you doing? Um, have you thought about starting your shine group? Uh, what can I do for you to help you do that? And he said, oh, I, I, there's nothing else you can do for me. Uh, oh, okay. Um, okay. So, but are st- do you still want to do it? And he said, oh, no, I've already started the group. Wow. Like, what? There's only two weeks in school how you've started. <laughs> oh, that was easy. I'm, in my first class of English class, I asked my teacher to share something with the class. And so I showed the Summershine video, the Malaga <laughs> one, uh, that had just come out. And I said, well, this is Shine. And so every week I'll meet... Uh, whoever wants in this place and will, you know, have fun, eat something and talk about Jesus and how he can be relevant in our lives. And so I have six or seven friends coming every week. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's, let me take note of that. I need to, to, to share that with other people so they can do follow your example. <laughs> and so this is an example of a, a kid who was just waiting for the challenge. So he was ready to do it, but he, if we hadn't challenged, he wouldn't do it. But he was so ready. And then you have other students yeah, that are more shy or more uh, scared of being exposed yeah, I, th- there was this other kid, more or less at the same time, and his first first reaction was, no, I won't do it. It won't work in my school. Hmm. Uh, and I said, well, okay, can you just not 
think a little bit more about it and maybe pray about it. And he said, okay, but I, I don't want to do it. And so he, I think less than a week later, he texted me saying, well, I thought about it better and uh, I'll do it. I remember that in the Bible it says that uh, whoever is ashamed of me, uh, I'll be ashamed of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and so I don't want God to be ashamed of me. <laughs> and I said, well, that was not maybe the, the, the best reason I wanted you to do it. But if that's the reason he takes you to do it, then <laughs> let's do it. And the thing was that he started the group and uh, we still have a group there after... We already are in the third leader after him. Hmm. So it was so important that he took that step of faith, even though, you know, he had so some barriers about it. Mm -hmm. And God honored him and, and his step. So that was really cool. Yeah. Those are very encouraging stories, too. Yeah. And this is happening across Portugal? Yes. Uh, we have... Uh, a, a bigger emphasis right now in uh, Porto area where mm -hmm. uh, where we live. Uh, we only have a team, a full-time team here in Porto, but we have groups um, in the north of Portugal. We have groups in Lisbon. Uh, we have a few groups, a little in other parts of the country. And, uh, you know, we tend to, our expectation is that it will grow more and more uh, as we try to get churches on board uh, and uh, yeah we try to just really make it a movement mm -hmm. that doesn't depend always on us and yeah. also much on us yeah and you mentioned summershine when you talked about that student alex what is summershine so summershine is a a, a conference a, camp kind of uh, thing that uh, Shine Europe leadership puts together in a country every two years during summer. And so it's usually we have like 300 teenagers from uh, ev uh, many countries in Europe coming and it's just uh, five days full of, uh, uh, you know, time with God, training, uh, evangelism and uh, fun and food hmm. too so uh yeah it's a, a great time it's very encouraging it gives vision uh f for teenagers that you know sometimes here in portugal you a teenager a christian teenager f is that he's is the only one in the school mm -hmm. so you can have like one teenager in a school with a thousand people Uh, and so they feel really uh, alone. It's challenging. And then they go to Summershine and they see, whoa, this is amazing. It's so big. It happens uh, in so many countries. So they feel as, as a part of a bigger family. And it just boosts them and encourages them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, talking about encouragement, why are you so passionate about teenagers and um, equipping them and encouraging them? Well, I, one reason I, I would say is it's such a critical uh, time of their lives. But I think what makes me more passionate is when God, uh, when I see like God, you know, lift, lifting them up and using them in such powerful ways. So when I see uh, people, students that uh, do things that I would never do when I was their age, I feel really amazed and I feel encouraged and motivated even to do better myself even now. And so, and when I see, uh, you know, 
their friends coming to Christ because they took this step of faith of starting a shine group or as I see them being uh, growing their relationship with God and you know being a bigger influence wherever they are uh, yeah just I think what I'm passionate about is seeing, seeing lives changed and it happens in Portugal many times it takes years for students or even adults to take make a decision for Christ. And so just seeing the process, it just boosts me up to see God working in their lives. And I'm sure this great shine lifestyle is, isn't something the students will live out during high school and then uh, they're done and they're, they forget about it, but it's something that they're going to continue to live out. Exactly, and that's the idea. Uh, we don't want them in shine just to do shine stuff. We want them to, you know, be really good Christians, disciples of Jesus that disciple others uh, and so on. And so, you know, many times I think we're seeing now as they come out of uh, high school, hopefully, and we see many in many situations they keep Uh, their commitment to to God and they get involved. For example, we have uh, some that are in university, but they still help us with the shine because they want to be in involved and be a good influence still. And they some just connect with uh, the campus ministry, which is restarting here in Porto also. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, it's great. And that's our goal is that they keep uh, growing their faith. Uh, throughout their lives and you know uh, also encouraging others to live like that yeah now when i think of our listeners most of them aren't probably in high school age mm -hmm. maybe some are i don't know what is something that they could take away from uh, from this from what you guys are experiencing I would say one thing could be uh is is that it doesn't matter the stage of life where we are we can still live the shine lifestyle. Hmm. And so, you know, uh, like you said, many people who will hear this uh, probably have their jobs or are university students or, you know, are doing something else. And uh, they, can, they can still be a light where they are. They can still be intentional. They can still uh, go to God to have uh, strength and boldness to do things that normally they wouldn't do. And so... So that that's one thing. Uh, the other thing I would say is they can also support uh, Shine. Hmm. They can support Shine, uh, giving their time, resources, uh, praying for them. Maybe they are part of churches where they have teenagers and they can go to the youth leader and say, hey, have you heard about Shine? Why don't you get involved? Uh, and so, yeah, and that's one thing we want is to have churches on board. At the, at the end, we want students to accept Christ, but we need them to be a part of a community that welcomes them, loves them, and helps them grow. And so uh, we need churches, uh, good churches to, to be partners with us. Yeah. And our listeners are kind of from all over Europe. In which European countries do you have a shine movement? Uh, I, I might miss some, but uh, I know uh, Switzerland, Germany, uh, Austria, uh, Spain, Portugal, uh, Malta. There are more. Uh, I could go online and check. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's also something our listeners can do themselves. Okay, yeah, that's good. Uh, but there's, I know UK is uh, working on it. Uh, there's other countries. 
uh, working on it in Europe, Eastern Europe, and even outside. Uh, let me. Japan is do is starting it. Nice. Is already doing it, and and what I think is awesome is Iraq is mm -hmm. also starting Shine. So uh, yeah, it's going everywhere. Uh, I would say if you if you don't have Shine in your country, you're missing it. So <laughs> <laughs> do something about it. Yeah, you said something uh, earlier that I found interesting. You said you want to encourage students to be relevant to their generation and to their uh, fellow students. Mm -hmm. Is there something that the students are teaching you maybe about being relevant to your generation? They teach me a lot. One thing that I love in many of them is that they don't give up. Many of them, they, they, they push it even when they don't see results. Of course, we, we do encourage them, but here in Portugal, it's so tough sometimes being the only Christian and, you know, trying to uh, break so many barriers that our high school students have. And so perseverance is, maybe it's not like directly relevant, but the way they, you know, not giving up here is, is a way to, to be relevant. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I think so, sometimes we find students that, you know, just communicate so passionately about uh, their faith and in such a natural way that, uh, yeah, it just makes us think, man, it's not that complicated. And so uh, I think how, when they speak naturally and passionately, it just, makes it more relevant for me and helps me yeah let i can do that with older people also yeah uh, you know just talk like that like yeah you, you don't go to church man you you don't you're not a christian that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> how come <laughs> so yeah something like that i yeah yeah and i'm pretty sure that the part of not giving up is something that's relevant uh, to all of us everywhere not just in portugal yeah but let's talk a little about portugal You as an insider of the Portuguese culture, and with so many people from so many different countries in, in Agape Europe. Um, so I'm really curious to know, where do you see God in Portuguese culture? Where do you see his fingerprints? Well, Portugal, it's an interesting uh, culture. Uh, we, uh, were, we had a dictatorship until 1973. Uh, and that dictatorship used uh, religion as a way to control people also. Mm -hmm. And so what we see is, for example, my generation, most of them will not want to be connected with the church. And so uh, God for them is just boring church. So it's automatic. They connect. When we talk about God or church, it's boring and not relevant. And so that's always a big barrier. What I see, what we see now is we start to find uh, teenagers that know very, so little about faith and about God that they, right, the last maybe two years, they start to be curious about it themselves. And so they don't reject it immediately. Uh, you still find some, but most, some of them already don't reject it and they say, oh, Tell me more about it. I've heard something about it, but I don't know. And so I, th I think uh, we're going so from a culture that rejected uh, Christianity 
because of the concepts in their mind. Now we start to see some younger uh, teenagers that want to know more about it and are more open and spiritually open about it. And that's really great mm -hmm. uh, for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have something to share with our listeners, an idea, a thought, an exhortation, an encouragement maybe, or something that you definitely want them to check out? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I would say that, um, that, that we all need to be um, intentional. I think one of, the, one of the things that sometimes we lack is intentionality in uh you know being with people and not not with an actually an agenda it's sometimes you, you can perceive it that way but you know really uh looking forward to being uh, used by god and being paying attention and like uh how can i be more relevant where i am yeah and i think lately also the idea of uh aiming high And this is something that I'm personally uh, working also on. God is working on me is, you know, try to raise the level of what we want to see happen. Uh, and, and yeah, and try to get the best people on it. So I would say don't satisfy with what you have. Aim high. And as you aim high, uh, I, I believe God will bring the people and resources Uh, to do what he wants, it might not be immediately the, what we envisioned, but it it will be higher and better than if we hadn't aimed that high. I like that. I'll take it as an encouragement. And I thank you very much, Markus, for your time. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Sharing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Keep up the good work. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. Thanks. That was Marcus Piego. He leads Shine in Portugal. Find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or check out our website agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time. <laughs>